0: All right, Brad, we are coming on the weekend here. Normally we record on Monday, but you're going on vacation, so we had to get a quick one in over the weekend. We were hoping that the Giants would have clinched last night. Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. that didn't happen because of the stinking Brewers. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We'll have a a story about that because I have a whole thing about being with 30-some-odd thousand people last night. While uh, uh, hearing all the news, um, we're also going to bring in a guest here. Yeah, shouldn't be surprised if you listen to us every time we've done a Saturday podcast. We've brought our our special guest Ash Day. We're going to bring him in in a second. Well, might as well just get to it. Let's hit the intro and we'll come back with Ash. Spadrosian throws to Sandberg, and the pitch is grounded to second base. Thompson has it. Throws to first. It's over. Twenty seven.
1: And just like that, he shows up.
2: Technology <laughs> is amazing.
1: Ash, what's going on? Good morning. Uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you guys?
0: Good morning for us, but as we good, look yeah. out the window,
1: we're we're about ready to go to bed over here in England. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. It's Saturday night. What are you it, talking
0: about? gone. yeah, oh, yeah stay up.
1: Think I'm past the age to be uh, doing anything social <laughs> or fun on Saturday nights. <laughs> <laughs> So and well we, the good thing is there's there's baseball in like a couple of hours. So yes. uh, the Giants Giants play early today, so I'll be watching yeah, that.
2: And and the Yankees and, and Rays are playing right now. Yankees are trying to hold on to their spot. Um I think they're already down three-nothing in the Oof. first, oh, so it's, it's just yeah. a
0: rough yeah. times for uh for the whole AL situation was you know it's kind of funny because in the NL we're looking at the playoffs and going like it is so unfair. That the Giants and the Dodgers just don't automatically go to the NLDS because of the way that things are happening. And then on the other side, it's just chaos because everyone's just trying to get the last two, you know, to the two wildcard spots. And they, the, that's the reason why they do it this way. Like they don't want to make it easy on us so that what's happening in the AL can actually happen.
1: Yeah. It's a good yeah. race over there. Really good. I kind yeah. of, I, I kind of want the Mariners to get in. Like <laughs> yeah. I, I, I want to see them in their drought. And, and just, even, even if it's just a wild card, I mean, I say just a wild card, they'll, they'll take a wild card, but like, it'd be <laughs> nice. To, it'd be nice to see them in it. Yeah. hundred percent. But oh, It okay. was hard
2: to watch. Uh, it was, it was hard to watch the game last night and also see the Dodgers. And then again, look at the standings and know that we've got a couple of 100 win teams and the Braves or the Brewers get to go to the NLCS. I mean, what uh, you're watching these two teams. You're going, well, one of these teams get to go there, like, <laughs> automatically. They just have to beat each other up, and they get to go, and the Giants yeah. and Dodgers have to split it. It's so yeah,
0: it's yeah. frustrating yeah watch. It, it, it needs is to be frustrating. Fixed. Yeah, uh, And, you know, I think what we're eventually going to get to is probably uh, four divisions. In, in each with the two wild cards it probably makes a little bit more sense to do it that way. Yeah. Um, and it will, cause what, what, how many teams are in, in the major league in major league baseball right now? 30, uh, 30, correct. So, 30. so, so they would have to get two more teams uh, and then they could probably go into that format of realignment and everything. You, there's talk of yeah. Nashville getting a baseball team. Vegas right. is always in the mix though. If Vegas is in the mix. That's bad for Oakland um <laughs> yeah but but yeah so you know i think that's sort of the end goal and until they get to that end goal we're gonna have to deal with some of this weirdness but you know the the whole idea is just based around interest in in, in doing those tv ratings for the wild card games and for the end of the season and it's less about fairness unfortunately because of what drives baseball which is you know television revenue mm. uh, okay so you know enough about the that kind of stuff, the the money part of baseball. (laughs) Business. Um, The business side. So let's talk about what's been going on. So Brad, on our last show, sadly broke the news to all of us in this universe about Brandon Belt's injury. And I I actually got a a compliment. I don't think it was meant to be a compliment, though. My son said, you didn't even seem that sad when (laughs) Brad was saying this. I was like... (laughs) It's because I'm good at this, man. Yeah, (laughs) I I don't want to show my frustration (laughs) and sadness. But then again, I watched that play live, and I fully expected the worst coming out of it. Yeah. Um, So you know, it wasn't too big of a surprise. It was just more like a gosh, this guy. You know, this poor guy. Not only can he not stay out of harm's way on on squaring around for a bunt. You know, then he gets hit in the one place. You don't want, you know, take it on the shoulder. He's fine. Uh Maybe maybe even take it somewhere in the chest, in the back. He's fine. The smallest part of his body that could possibly (laughs) get hit is what gets hit. It's just so, it's just so unfortunate for Brandon Bell. But, you know, we didn't, we didn't actually talk about this, Brad, too much. And I wanted to get Ash's thoughts on this, which is not enough is being written about Brandon Crawford, maybe their MVP we just lost our best hitter for the entire playoffs. Ash, what, what, what were your thoughts and, and what are your sort of thoughts moving forward as we get to the postseason?
1: I think it, it, exactly what you just said. Like the Giants have just lost their most like dangerous hitter, their, their best, probably their best hitter in the lineup, even with the season that Crawford and Posey are having. Like Belt, the way Bell has come off the injured list and just tore up the league. Like it's just been unreal. So to lose him is a huge blow, but weirdly, I don't know, maybe there's something wrong with me, but like, (laughs) I have this, I had this sense of kind of like calm and I might, maybe I'm the only Giants fan that reacted to the belt injury of a sense of calm. But I thought to myself, well, he's been out so long this year and he's been hurt a few times and we've had to, you know, endure long periods of time without belt and the team have been fine and people have picked it up. And we've kept going and kept rolling. And I thought to myself, like, having no belt in the playoffs is going to suck. Like, we're, we're definitely a weaker team without him. But I thought to myself, like, but this team has proven again and again and again. Like, it's that like, next man up mentality. So belt's gone down injured. Well, who's going to step up? Well, look at Darren Ruff. Like, Darren Ruff last night hit that absolute laser home run, which that fan made an amazing catch, by the way. <laughs> um, Darren Ruff is just very much just played his way into the lineup. He should probably be in the everyday lineup from now until the day the Giants stop playing. Like I think, you know, between him and Wade and and even Slater's playing pretty good lately as well. Like, I think there's enough there to pick up belt slack and normally like, no, I don't think many teams could do that, but the Giants have such depth that I think I feel weird, serene, calm that even though belt's gone, like things will still be Okay. So Brad, what Ash
0: says is kind of, I think, what the there's not it's not an argument that the team is better, but the argument is the team has depth. So last mm-hmm. night, yeah. last night I was at the game. Uh Darren Ruff, late night Lamont, <laughs> uh, and Flores all started. Yeah. So all three of those guys can play first base. Yeah. We know. I don't think this is going to happen because they haven't done it all year long. Buster can play first base if somebody else gets hurt. We don't want to take him out of that catcher's position, but let's say, you know, he hasn't. He played, uh, I think, what was his fourth game in a row last night. He's not in the lineup today, uh-huh. but uh, you know, he, he. Let's say he gets tired legs, and all of a sudden, it's either bench him or play him at first. Maybe he can. So there, there's movable pieces there, but do you agree with the the whole? uh you know the depth uh, of that position to maybe not be as as frustrated or anxious about losing belt
2: yeah i I kind of felt the same way as ash too exact same thing uh as soon as he went down i mean it was heartbreaking because um you know he he was on fire, and the guy seems to get hurt quite a bit, but when you look back last year, he played i mean almost all of the 60 games the year before that he played in what 156 at 162 uh so it was the year before that 2018 when you got to go back to his last injury plagued season um and then a couple of seasons before that as well uh so so it's just it's, it's always tough to watch a guy get hurt especially this time of year um i I I went even weirder than Ash. I, I went and I said, I tried to justify it. I was like, well, he's a streaky hitter and he's been really hot. So maybe he was just about to get cold. So that's kind of how I justified the whole thing the next day. I was thinking, well, yeah, I mean, he's due for a cold streak. Um, so maybe this gives Ruff and Wade a chance at first base to continue their hot bats. Um, Wade's been a little uh, streaky lately as well. Um, uh, but Ruff's power numbers when he's in there, I mean, it, they're just tremendous. Uh, and you saw last night, that was a laser that got out of there, uh, uh, so fast and, and Garrett called it a ruffian blast, which it was yes. a, a ruffian <laughs> blast. Um, so, so yeah, so that's kind of how I justified it. It's horrible, but, um, you know, I have been wearing my captain hat. I have been saluting, uh, I know we're going to do this and, uh. I, I, again, we can do it without Belt. I think we can. I think this team is deep enough, and that's what they've talked about all season long. Um, you know, The media just you know raves about the depth of um, 1 through 40 on the entire 40-man roster, not even just the 26-man roster. or What is it, 27 right now, 28? Uh, but when you get to the playoffs, you have a 26-man roster. 1 through 26, I'll put our 1 through 26 against any other team in the playoffs, American and National League.
0: Okay, so actually, I thought you were going to come come into the podcast with the captain's hat on. <laughs> I, you know, I was going to, but the headphones don't. Fit right.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> I tried it. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: okay, so uh, I was at the game last night, and so I got to see, you know, the uh, let, let's say that maybe the sweeping the the D-backs was one of the least impressive sweeps that we've seen. You know, the D-backs are are terrible. They are the worst team in baseball. And the Giants won 6-4, 1-0, and 5-4. I was was hoping they were just going to lay waste to these guys, (laughs) kind of like what they did to the Rockies, (laughs) right, over the weekend. I was like, all right, it's time to lay waste. This team is on a mission. They're going to, you know, just going to, you know, kill these guys. Also because I was a little bit afraid of, uh, you know, the Padres are, you know, even though they've fallen off so, so hard in the second half of the season, they still have so many good players. And, you know, I, I can say I was watching last night's game and just a quick story about how we decided to go. My son decided that, you know, what if they clinch? We we should try and go to see, you know, the clinch game and see their Friday or Saturday. And we decided to go to Friday, but this was the one game that the fans, have decided to go to the giants are drawing like in the mid 20 thousands last night they had 33 so tickets were a little bit more expensive Mm -hmm. they were a a little bit harder to get uh parking in in that area right now is so bad like we had to pay 20 bucks to walk a mile for parking (laughs) it was was, yeah, Mm it was really bad so now why why is it so i have seen that a couple times on twitter why is it so bad in san francisco right now I think there's a lot of construction going on
1: for one down by and, the cove, isn't it? There's like loads of stuff going on. And then, and then
0: also there's just, because of the pandemic hmm. a lot of, you know, not as many people are coming in. So these garages are, you know, going to be open and maybe not fulfilling, you know, their spots on non game nights. Right. Cause San Francisco is all about people driving into San Francisco to work And there being no public parking in San Francisco. So these garages just make, you know, I I remember this is now this is like 13 years ago. But when I used to have to drive into the city to park, I was paying 10 bucks a day to park my car for eight hours. (laughs) And then when the Giants game was on, I would have to grab my car, move it somewhere because they had to have the, the Giants game parking and then it was like 25 bucks for the Giants game. Now that has probably doubled since then. So you can imagine all these garages w- are making 40 and 50 bucks a car a day and now people are all working from home so they're not all open. So when it comes now to Giants games, they're just not enough of those spots that that used to be there. So when you yeah. do get a spot, it's hiked up like crazy. Or you just have the park so far away that you, it takes you 20 minutes to walk to the park. And that's what we did. But anyways, wow. because of that, we sat in the third level. I've, I've never sit in those seats generally. Um, though that the two, two out of the three games this year I've been to, we we've sat be- and one of them was because of the, the vaccinated only section. One of those mm. sections was in there. So, uh, so we were in the third deck uh, place was rocking. Um, The whole goal for us was, if the Giants are going to win this game, we're going to sneak down to the first level at about the eighth inning because we figured, you know, some people will kind of get get out of dodge a little early. They want to go home. No, nobody left. (laughs) You know, this is the one time that nobody left, and so we did find we we, we snuck around, and I'll, I'll show you guys the video here in a second. We snuck around the left field foul pole. It wasn't the bleachers, but it was the last section before you get over to the bleachers. And there was a couple of rows of seats. So for whatever reason, that was like the unsold section in the park. So we did get there. We sat there for the eighth and or no, it was pretty much for the ninth. So we got to see Duval and I'll show you the video of of, you can tell where my seat was (laughs) with this video of uh, Duval getting the uh, the last out here on the ground ball. people were having a blast. That was the end of the game. It was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, we'll talk about Duvall here in a second, but Jesus, this guy's just been mowing him down. Um, at the end of the game, the uh, Ronell basically tells us all to, to chill out and hang out. <laughs> if we want to watch the end of the Dodgers game. <laughs> now we were all tracking the Dodger game. You know, Brad was also sending me texts. My dad was sending me texts, keeping me updated on the Dodgers. I had the app open. Brewers take that five-one lead. Everyone is just dreading that the Dodgers are going to come back. Nobody in the park was surprised in any way (laughs) that the Dodgers (laughs) came back and tied that game. Yeah, and so then they take the lead, and it's you know seven-five, and then there's wild pitches, and it's eight-five, and then the Brewers score that one run in the eighth, and and you know make it eight-six, but. They you know, that was kind of the, the the whole thing of being there last night was just the possibility of watching them clinch the division, which mm-hmm. has only happened, you know, a handful of times in the last, you know, we, Brad and I talked about it uh, on mm-hmm. one of the last shows. We went through all the clinches um, and that was like the moment we're like, oh, you know, we want to be there. We want to be there for it. Uh, I'll, I'll, let's see if this video plays. It's a short one, but this is kind of what I, I would say out of that 33,000 people. When Ronell said stick around, I would say about 20,000 people stuck around, at least in the beginning. Oh. And if the game was closer, I think everybody would have stuck around. I don't think anybody would have left. So you see the whole bleachers were still full. People yeah. were anticipating, you know, but, um, you know, I kind of was like, okay, after this eighth inning, we're just going to leave because if they if they can't, you know, they brought in Jansen for the four out save. Right. So that they were taking yeah. that game really seriously. I I
2: think if, if the Dodgers would have lost the game, uh, I almost guarantee the players would have come back. The Giants, that, that's what yeah. we were waiting I, for. That's yeah. the whole reason we stuck around. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Though, when Brad and I talked on Monday... You know, Did you say that they were going to win all six, Brad?
2: I said all six, and then I started thinking last night. I'm like, well, that was a dumb prediction because they only needed to win five in a row. (laughs) So (laughs) if they win five in a row, they don't have to win on Sunday. They can run out uh, the three of us. We could go play the infield, and they don't have to win on Sunday. So, yeah, that was dumb. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, these upcoming games here. Ash, if you were to... Like, this isn't even a prediction. I just want to know what your gut feeling is here. Uh, this, this podcast will be posted, you know, about an hour before the actual game starts. Giants have Gossman going, who is their ace. Um, he's been really, if you want to just say by the numbers, he's been really bad in the second half. Though, mm. his last start...
1: It's been decent. Was
0: was maybe his you know his one one of his best two or three starts in the second half? He got so many swing throughs. And the Giants face Joe Musgrove, eleven and nine, three point two two ERA. So for Saturday, Giants throw their best pitcher, and if we need to get to Sunday, they have Logan Webb waiting. What is your gut feel here? Do the Giants win this game? And make it easy on us for tomorrow, uh, or are are you a little? And, and you can be completely honest. This is not about bad juju for the team. I just <laughs> want to know your gut feeling as a Giants fan. And as we we've, we've said in the past, you don't have those years from the '80s like Brad and I do, where we just expected them to lose every big game possible. <laughs> so you 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 have the good you know the good seasons that were they not <laughs> killing us and breaking our hearts. But where, where's your mind at with this one?
1: I'm like, they've got to win tonight to just put us all at ease. Just just, just win tonight and we can all rest easy. I don't really want to have to be school board watching the Dodgers anymore to see if the Brewers are going to do us a favor. My buddy, Matt, who I podcast with on our Fly Ball to the Moon podcast, sent him a message yesterday like, can you just do us a favor and like not get swept? Because if, if the <laughs> Brewers don't get swept, we're, we're in. Yeah, And I... They, you know, they lost, as you would said, Garrett, like typically. So Dodgers came back. So I messaged him this morning. I said, look, this is your chance for Corbin Burns to finally stand up and do, do something, which is funny because he's an- – Cy Young possible winner (laughs) this year but this actually matters win a big game for (laughs) one win a big game if you want Um, my Cy Young vote we talk about Corbin Burns all the time on our podcast somehow and I said like right we'll we'll do it every time if he just wins tonight but regardless of that the Giants can take care of business themselves I like that if I'm not mistaken even if we were to lose you know not bad juju But even if we were both to lose tonight and tomorrow, we're still tied for first. So we'd go to that extra game. So really like you just need to win one or two and it would be absolutely lovely if Galsman can get it done tonight and we don't have to worry about tomorrow. If, if we win tonight, skip Webb tomorrow. He doesn't have to play, save him for game one. Yeah. That's, that's what we all really want. We want to see them clinch tonight so we can just rest a bit easier and have it go through smoothly. And I think they will. I mean, Musgrove's been pretty good this year, and I feel like he's been pretty good against us. But we've got the momentum. The Giants are, you know, we're on, what, what is it, five or six game winning streak at the moment? Six, uh, six? six at least. Six. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah, just keep going. Just keep, keep going. And, uh, and let's just put this to bed.
0: Yeah, so, Brad, you and I, have the still even after three World Series championships, mm-hmm. we have the mentality still. <laughs> Giants Giants won uh seven in a row, actually. Yeah. There you go. Um Ooh, nice. we still have that feeling in the pit of our stomach because of all the heartbreak that we grew up as kids. You can't shake it. You know, the last yeah. time we were in the playoffs was heartbreak as well in mm-hmm. 2016. So do you feel you're way more glass half full than I am? I imagine you feel pretty confident today in Gossman because that is where my worry is, which is we need a big start from Gossman. I can remember games where I'm like, OK, we got our ace. He's thrown against the Dodgers and then he like can't get out of the third inning. Right. So that's where my worry is. I think I'd be more comfortable with Logan Webb than I would be with Gossman. What about you? I see where you're coming from. I look
2: at it this way. Okay. First off, when your team that you have loved for years and years and years wins 103 games and doesn't go to the playoffs, you have PTSD. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you can win 120 games and you're still like, nah, we got to wrap this up. Uh, you know, so today you've got, it's, it's come down to like three pitchers over the next two days, Like like Ash said. Corbin Burns, right? Then you've got Gossman and then you've got Logan Webb. So, so three pitchers to count on <laughs> over the next two days. Although Julio Urias is going uh, today. I'm not sure who's going tomorrow for the Dodgers. I would imagine. I'll look it I don't up. think. Yeah. I don't think Bueller's lined up, um, but uh, you know, it only matters after today today is, 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 is it, um, but yeah, I'm I'm confident that either Gossman or Webb is going to get the job done. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to rely on a 6, 10 p.m. Pacific time game for the Dodgers tonight. I mean, if the Giants, I'm not even going to say it. So if it doesn't happen today uh, for the Giants this afternoon, uh, then we're sitting and watching the six o'clock game with the Dodgers and the Brewers, and then at that point, if the Brewers jump out to a six, nothing lead in the fourth inning. Are we going to be like, no, this is over. It's great. (laughs) No, 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 (laughs) it's it's not going to happen. I mean, the Dodgers are playing outrageous baseball, but the giants are playing outrageous plus one baseball (laughs) right now. So anything the Dodgers do, the giants are just one upping them. And, And like Lamont Wade jr. Said last night and Yaz said last night, um, we just have to do what we do. We go out there and we're doing what we do. We don't really care about the scoreboard. Yeah, you do. Uh, and <laughs> we're going we're to go out there and just do our thing. Yes, you have to win ball games because you want to stay hot. I mean, they won seven in a row. Do you want to go into the playoffs winning nine in a row? Yes, you do. Do you want to go into the playoffs losing two in a row but winning the West? Not necessarily. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm confident the Giants are locked in today. They've played in – how many how many times have we said this is a big
0: series since like June? And, yeah, and, and the only one I remember. There's two series that I remember that remember where I was like, man, they didn't really play that well. It was the one Brave series, mm-hmm. and then it was the Brewer series, and then those might have been even back to back series, from what I remember. It yeah. Just,
1: yeah, it was a difficult stretch.
0: To to uh, to your point, Brad, the Dodgers do have. Uh, on Sunday, going for them to throw Game One Sixty Two is the one pitcher who has been most frequent in the schedule. TBD. Oh yeah, he's a, yeah, he's
2: tough. <laughs> <laughs> That's because they, they, I mean it could be over today, and they could yeah. say, "Well, we don't, you know, we don't have to worry about it. We yeah. are saving Scherzer or Bueller for the the wild card game." Um, which God, I mean, I, and the other thing too is. This could come down to, and and another reason why I think Posey is not playing today. This could come down to the Giants playing tomorrow and then having to play a one sixty three, and then having to play a wild card game. So I, I mean, it could. I don't even. That, no. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> it could happen. I mean, yeah. it mathematically could still happen, but uh, hopefully, let's just you know knock on wood here that we just <laughs> get this done with by four p.m. today. <laughs> you know.
0: I'm not... My my body and my mind is not ready for the playoffs yet. No. Because, (laughs) you know, we're doing this show and, you know, a lot of the times I have the game going in my office and then doing stuff with the family and then running in to check the score or I just have the the game day app uh, open at all times, checking the score every, you know, every 15, 20 minutes. But I told my wife, I said, I don't know if you're ready to know this side of me, (laughs) which is when the playoffs start, that's three and a half hours where, I mean, I'll I'll, I'll have a conversation. I'll communicate, but I'm just so locked in and dialed into these baseball games. So if you're telling me that there's a possibility that we do this Sunday, Monday and Tuesday I'm not ready for that. I can't no, they're, even they're fathom. They're <laughs> when when did, what year
2: did you meet her again? After 2016, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, 2019. She doesn't.
0: <laughs> she doesn't know. She she's been with me through poor Crystal. <laughs> the, she's been with me through the Warriors, but that was their fifth, you know, finals in yeah. a row. So that was a little looser. A little looser. Yeah. Giants baseball is so much different for me. Um, I told her. I said, you do know. That for every game that happens, whether you're watching or not, you have to wear your Lincecum jersey. <laughs> and she was like, "Well, what do you mean? Like, you can't wear it every day?" I was like, "No, no, you do you wear it every yeah, you do. single <laughs> day. And if uh, our positions on the couch are not working, we're gonna have to switch. And you it, just it, can't, yeah. you just can't question it. But if they are working, then you can't switch at all." <laughs> like there's just so many things where we have to bring to the table as yeah. fans to do our job so that we can help in 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 this crazy baseball universe er, every so little you know small thing work so I, she's yeah. she's not ready but she I think I I think she'll she'll just to humor me <laughs> I think she'll do those things now that's not to say that she's going to watch every game with me because she won't but she'll you know she'll be there in spirit i think i'll be able to get her to do that so she's we'll aware of
1: she's aware of playoff garrett like <laughs> yeah. that, that exists and now she knows and that, that's enough <laughs> uh, all right so
0: um <laughs> let's talk about what the playoff situation looks like so we've explained worst case scenario brad Brad, the guy who's usually glass half full just I, explained worst I was case scenarios ex- to us I all. was just
2: throwing it out there that it's a possibility. I mean, this is a fact. of That's it, yeah.
0: So, so because Brad's going on vacation, um, one of my buddies hit me up and he was like, hey, you know, if you need some help doing some of these shows, let me know. Thanks. And I was like, okay. He's, uh, he, he used to work at the Merck like way back in the day. Um, now he's into local politics, uh, huge San Jose politics guy. Uh, but he's also someone who I've been to so many games with. His name's Peter Allen. Uh, he goes by the name of Butch Husky on uh, on Twitter. Butch, Husky. just like, like the old it. the old ball player. Yeah, he spells. It, I think he spells it with an e, or he doesn't spell it with an e. Like there's one small change. Just of throw it off a little bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and so we were going through what the playoffs would look like. Best case scenario, we clinch the division. Everything's great. It's sunshine and rainbows. Which will happen. It, that, that will happen, just by the way. Giants' first playoff game is Friday. Uh, so if, by chance, actually, I'll, I'll just pull it up because I, ju- I just mm. typed it to him. Um, I don't want to get it wrong <laughs>
2: on air. That's good okay. because, Garrett, I'm only looking at today. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> just, you know. Okay, Here's here's what I wrote to him. Here's what I wrote to him. I said, if the Giants screw the pooch here oh, God, and, get, and get caught, they play Monday. And I said, wild card game is Wednesday. So it's not, it's not Tuesday. It's actually Wednesday. Okay. And then the NLDS would start on Friday. So that's what we're looking at for this week. And the reason why I bring this up is because I don't like doing this podcast without Brad. I don't want to do too many of these podcasts without Brad. So if the Giants could just do me one solid and win tonight, <laughs> we would only miss one game, right? Technically. Yeah. Cause because by Saturday, no. you Saturday we might have to figure out like a later time to to record. We may have to record the next day. But
2: yeah, and I, and Saturday I should be home around four or five o'clock Saturday afternoon. And and I don't know the schedule yet i don't think they post posted schedule for times for the nlds it's just just like game one game
0: two they don't have yeah exactly so you know if they could just do me one solid i don't i don't want to at at most i want to only miss doing one show with brad so let's do that because this other worst case scenario brad said that's like three games that i got to do without (laughs) brad and i I don't want to do that Uh, i'll be
2: i'll be in disneyland at the park I am bringing the, the earpiece, so just in case. Uh, but Preparate. I shouldn't I shouldn't need it until Friday night, uh, yeah. Friday afternoon, whenever they decide to do it. Um, but I mean, it, it's important too that the Giants continue um, and, and not have to get the wild card. Because here's the other thing too: if for some strange, bizarre reason the Giants end up in the wild card game, at that point they've lost home field advantage in the NLDS if they have to play against the Dodgers. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that that's really important. The Giants winning today and tomorrow, just or, uh, any of the next two days or the Dodgers losing any of the next two days, wrap it up, win the West. You've locked up that home field through everything. We're talking World Series all the way through. Every series they play in the postseason will be home field advantage for the Giants. So very important.
0: All right. Let's talk about one more thing. And then I'm going to, tease this a little bit because I want Ash to have the opportunity to think about this but, uh, and you, you as well Brad, after we talk about the next subject which is another thing that gives me a little bit of anxiety which is the idea that Camilo Duvall is going to be pitching ninth inning possibly in some of these big games um, I want to go around the table and just go favorite memory of the 2021 season and and we'll end the, end the show with that but for now let's talk about Camilo you guys can think about that in the back of your head while we talk about Camilo Duval. So Camilo Duval comes up uh, earlier in the season and Brad tells me on air and I'm I'm just I'm not I don't have the exact quote but this was at a time where they were bringing up many arms and Brad was excited about some of these arms because historically outside of your Hunter Strickland and your Brian Wilson and Santiago Casilla in his earlier years They didn't have a lot of fireballers. They were using like these funky lefties and, you know, setup guys like Romo who would throw Frisbee sliders and have trick knees. And finally, (laughs) because of what, you know, what the current brass looks for in relievers, we had these fireballing young guys coming up and Duvall was one of them. And I think Brad had said something to the effect of like, you know, this guy could be a closer in the future, or this guy could, could really help us. Um, you know, he's, he's going to be great and, and, and X, Y, and Z. And in the beginning, he, he was solid. And then all of a sudden, he had these, like, really terrible games, and his, uh, his ERA ballooned up to, like, 10 or something. And so they sent him back down. And just recently, he's come back up because of uh, uh, Mac Cheese – He's actually had to pitch later in games because Tyler Rogers can't throw the 8th and ninth inning of every game. And so Duvall has come in, and he's been put into these tough situations. He closed out last night's game. He's been closing out games. I picked him up on my fantasy team because I was like, wow, no one's picked him up, and he's saved like four games or whatever it was. But at the same time, how old is this dude? What is he, like 21?
2: Uh, yeah, I believe so, which is pretty amazing because, again, to have the the solidness of an older guy to go out there. 23. I mean, yeah. to, to have him go out there and do what he does each night. I mean, the, the expression on his face, too, is just kind of like, yeah, I, <laughs> I painted the black at 102 no big deal. <laughs> Just like, man. That, and that's what you want. You want the stones for that type of a, a, a guy. And I know the giants did the whole, you know, uh, Jake McGee, who throws 95, um, also likes to pinpoint it right down the heart of the plate <laughs> sometimes. And then you've got Trevor Rogers who's been doing his, I, I did I say Trevor? <laughs> There's so many Rogers in the league right now. Um, you got Rogers throwing Tyler up his Rogers. Tyler Rogers, throwing up his Frisbees at like 82 miles an hour. And then a change it, like 71. Um, I mean, I drive faster than Tyler <laughs> Rogers throws the ball on the freeway here in Reno. Um, so to, to see that and then you go, oh, OK, yeah, you don't need to have a guy who throws, you know, 100 miles an hour and has this wicked, nasty slider that drops off the table. And then Duvall comes up and you go, yeah, yeah, you do need that. That is kind of nice to have. I mean, it's nice to have a, like a racial uh, Iglesias type of guy who just brings it night after night. Um, so I, I'm super excited. And we did a poll. We threw out a poll on our Twitter page and uh, pretty much said, from here on out through the postseason, do you trust Doval as your closer? And 75% of the people said yes. Wow. Grant Brisby wrote an article that said, not yet. Don't get so excited yet. Um, I'm excited. I, at this point, do I trust Doval on the mound more than Jake McGee? Yes, 100%. If there is a save opportunity today to win the National League West, give me Camilo Duvall on the mound in the
0: ninth. Okay, I want to get Ash's thoughts on this one question, which is, because McGee's going to be activated soon, right? Like, he's
2: not Uh, out for... Probably today. I I would think today, because he wants to get an inning or two in before the postseason hits. Okay, so my question for Ash is,
0: When you have these tools, and we know (laughs) Zadie and Kapler love the idea of having access to these tool sets. If you have Duvall coming in throwing 102, you have McGee, you know, he's still bringing it at 95. Do you think that they have to anoint a closer, or do they go more like old teams used to do, which is sort of by committee, If all of a sudden, you know, in the playoffs, the last three hitters, two of them are left-handed, do you bring in McGee? If it's dominant right-handed, do you bring in Duvall? Um, It could set Rodgers specifically in the eighth inning, which he's so much better at in the eighth than he is in the ninth for whatever reason. So I think it helps there. Or do you go, you know what? McGee's been our guy. This is what an old-school manager would do, right? McGee's been our guy all year. He's been there. I trust him. This kid is young. He's not, you know, he hasn't been here before. He hasn't played in in this level of pressure. There's going to be fifty thousand screaming fans when he comes into the game. We're gonna be careful with him. Like which situation, you know, or you just go with Duvall and go. He's the best guy, and we just we just bring him. in. no matter the experience, no matter the pressure, like those are three interesting scenarios and I, th- I I would imagine they're they're doing research and they're kind of analyzing all three scenarios like which one would you do as a fan you've watched you know so many games this year you've seen a lot of mac cheese for sure what what what, what do you think you would do I think we may have lost ash's audio brad do you hear him uh, I do not <laughs> okay ash why don't you try turning your camera off that might help the connection a little bit and then after you answer we can try and bring it back maybe that will help if not uh just try and reconnect he may be trying to reconnect so yeah. we'll, we'll save that we'll save that question for ash but you can answer the same you know because i have the. i have a, I, I, I don't know what the answer is for that yeah i i'm not a hundred percent sure um <clears throat>
2: I, I know, I mean, I've heard many, many times, bullpen guys like to have their roles. They roles. like to know what their roles are. Right. Um, so that that's kind of the tricky part. But we've also heard Giants pitchers this year in the bullpen say, we're okay. We're ready. We know that there are different situations at different times we might be called upon, um, especially early in the season. We didn't know. Jake McGee was our closer. We didn't know that. Um, We thought it was going to be Reyes Maranta. Right. Um, And then we thought, you know, other guys down the line. And then all of a sudden... We thought they were going to possibly trade for a closer, too, at some point. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden, Jake McGee is getting every save opportunity. And then all of a sudden, Tyler Rogers is getting every save opportunity for a good week or two there uh, because McGee was having some issues. Um, I Obviously... It's good to have the experience of Jake McGee. Uh, He's been around for a long time. Tyler Rogers, also very solid closer. Do I trust him to go out there and throw to three righties in a row? Um, I mean, he does get hit. That's the problem. He doesn't miss bats. Yeah. Uh, Duvall misses bats yes but you can also square up a major league hitter can square up 99 100, and 101 and hit it out of the ballpark because now the pitcher is providing all the power uh, but his location has been absolutely fantastic over the past month as opposed to earlier in the season where he was kind of all over the place uh, but now his his uh, location is pinpoint it is beautiful he is painting corners that slow slider is going up there and biting edges of the, of the, uh, strike zone. So, um, I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, again, I'm, I'm on the Duval train. I have been since the spring. I think he was one of my spring flings because yeah, I, I yeah. liked him so much early on. And I thought this guy's, you, gonna... you were in very early on him. Yeah. I, say, I thought like, compared this to guy, most giants fans. He's going to be nasty in the bullpen and that's what you need. You need a guy that's going to scare the opposing hitters in the ninth inning. The giants go out, you know, jump out to a two run lead in the eighth inning Duval comes in and then you're like, Oh, we got to get two runs off of this guy? <laughs> that's not going to happen. I mean, one swing in the bat, maybe we get a solo shot, but two solo shots off yeah, of this yeah, guy? Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Jake McGee, eh, it, it could. I mean, we've seen him give up hit, hit, home run. So, I don't know. I, I It's hard to say. Anytime you look at when you've got uh, a bullpen, do you have guys that want to have roles? I don't think so with this Giants bullpen. I think they're just ready to come out uh, for Gabe Kapler at any point and throw any, inning, And I think the thing
0: that works in that scenario, Mac cheese has pitched in all different roles yeah. in a bullpen, right? He's not, he's not one guy's going to be like, Nope, if I'm not closing, you know, I'm, I'm not, right. yeah, you know, I'm going to be frustrated. I think he's flexible in that way. And that's part of, you know, that's part of what, what they do. Um, yeah. okay. Ash, you're back. I think we got you with a good signal here. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> let's uh same question I, I, I really want to hear your thoughts because personally I
1: literally have no idea what to do. So yeah, going back to the question you asked me before the technical gremlins took over me <laughs> um, if it's me, I think I'm leaning into like the immense amount of data and information that clearly Kapler and his coaches have. So I think I'm going bull, bullpen pie committee. I think that's what they would do. I just think they're far too, smart the way Farhan and Scott Harris and everybody has built this team and the way Kapler and his coaches have been running it. I just think they're going to use all the information. So I don't think they will go old school and just stick with McGee as like the guy, like he's closed all these games this season. Yeah, let's keep him. I think they'll use Doval and McGee and Rogers as well. Like they'll just use whatever, whoever they think the best fit for whoever they've got coming up. I guarantee they will have like every possible hitter, that could face the bullpen and they will know like, right, well, this guy's weak against this guy. This guy doesn't match up well against lefties. And I think they'll just have it all in place, hopefully anyway, where they'll just use the strongest guy in that situation. Cause they'll have the data that backs it up. They'll know that, you know, so-and-so on the, on the brewers or so-and-so on the braves or the Dodgers or whatever, you know, whoever they match up against, I just feel like they're going to use the right guy at the right time. I don't think they'll go too old school and and just stick with mcgee um i think we'll see a healthy dose of each and if it was me that's what i would do i would throw doval against the guy that i know doval's amazing slider is just gonna like wipe out i'm gonna use mcgee with that 95 i mean this is the thing about doval i can see why everybody wants him to be the closer because he can do everything he can he's got 100 mile an hour paint and then he just has these like amazing off-speed stuff so I'm not ready to anoint Doval as like the closer yet. I would still rather see like more of a committee thing because I think that's this bullpen is like a Swiss Army knife. You can just throw anybody at any situation, and they seem to have it covered.
0: Do you guys remember that movie, The Rookie, where it was the Tampa Bay yeah Dennis Quaid yeah Dennis Quaid? So there's the there's the thing in the movie where I'm sure this was this is Hollywood where. 's got the um, he's got the, the the traffic thing that t- the, 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 the s- that tests the speed the miles per oh, hour yes. and so he starts throwing the baseball he's like I wonder how hard I can throw and then it gives him the false reading but it's because it's a little broken and then you see the actual reading of the speed gun and you're like whoa <laughs> when I, I went to a game and we talked about this on podcast it was uh, I think it was in would have been August. And Duvall came in, he hit a hundred and two on the thing. And that's Jeez. the high I've been to I've been to, you know, probably a hundred games at that park. That is the highest I've ever seen it. And I was I had that same feeling as that movie The Rookie. I was like, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> and so that is a number that you don't see very often. Um, who's the guy that the Giants had? A couple years back, that they traded was it Ray Black or somebody? He, he oh, like yeah. he hit hit three digits on the gun, and it was like, "Oh, future close." But he <laughs> like he didn't have any control or whatever, right? But this guy has the speed. He's got the slider, and he has the control, which could set us up for the future as well. And so, I think you got to take advantage of it um, for sure. Okay, before we get to the last question, I was going to ask both of you. You know, normally this is a, a part of the show where Brad and I talk about. You know, whatever tequila we're drinking or whatever whiskey <laughs> we're drinking with some zevia, uh, but. I imagine, for at least for Brad and myself, we we got something other than alcohol. I think Ash had some water, unless it's really vodka. No, but, uh, but but, but, no, but Brad, it's a it's a gin gin vodka. No, I'm <laughs> Brad. Give, give me your uh, give me your give me your coffee layout there. What's I just on? went
2: with the uh, basic old uh, coffee. I uh, we have that ninja coffee maker. I made a uh, I think it's like a cafe forte. It's like eight ounces of coffee concentrated, uh, caffeine goodness. And then I take a little almond milk and, and spritz that up and pour it over the top. But uh, cause I got a lot of packing to do and stuff and I got to get the car ready. But when the car is ready and the packing is mostly done
0: and the Giants game is on, I'll be hitting some beers most likely. And for those who are listening in the audio version of the podcast, Brad has an R2-D2 coffee mug here. So it's very nice. That's my powerful mug. I usually use this on Sundays before the
2: Rams games uh, to will a win. Uh, But I broke it out today because I'll be driving all day tomorrow. So that's the other thing. I want to listen to the Rams game tomorrow while I'm driving down yes. to L.A. I don't I don't want to try to switch back and forth between Rams and Giants while I'm driving.
0: Uh, so let's do this today. Let's I'm with get you. it done today. So I'm with you because, yeah, Niner games on at one as well. Yeah. Uh, OK, so for me, unless unless you want to talk about the uh, terrific H2O there that you have, Ash.
1: it's uh it's very good english hard water um yeah no i'm just uh yeah pretty boring on a saturday night having water to be fair we do you know what it is we haven't done a proper food shop this week yet so we have like nothing in our fridge so it's it's just water sadly i even finished the juice like i have nothing (laughs) but it's good for me right
2: yeah Yeah, there you go very Very healthy
0: look look at it that way ash yeah
1: yeah that's how i that's how i talk myself into it staying (laughs)
0: hydrated on the podcast. I there love we it. go. <laughs> okay, Brad, I don't have coffee. I had coffee this morning. I'll tell you why. Yeah. So you okay. see my Giants mug. Here. Yeah, well, what's in there? Um, so this morning uh, I ran out to get some donuts for the twins because my, my stepson's, it's their birthday today. That's right. Happy birthday, boys. Uh, I don't know if you guys listen to um, uh, any, any Bill Simmons stuff, but he does a show. Mm. With uh, Uncle Sal, who works for the Jimmy Kimmel show. He's actually uh, cousin Sal, sorry, not Uncle Sal. Mm. He he and Jimmy Kimmel are cousins and he works on the Jimmy Kimmel show. And when they do their podcast, Bill and Sal, they do this thing called Parent Corner. And what they do is they basically embarrass the hell out of their kids because kids are goofy and they do dumb stuff sometimes. Yeah. Oh yeah. And so um I get this text last night when I'm at the I'm at the um the game, and my wife says Oh, you're missing some drama here at the house. And I'm like, well, what happened? She's like, I'll tell you later. I go, you can't tease me. I'm yeah, at right. the game. I'm anxious because the Giants need to win and the Dodgers are coming back. Yeah. Like, you know, you need to tell me. So she goes, okay. So the boys, the twins are uh 12. They're 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 today, they just turned 12. So they're in sixth grade, junior high school. And uh one of the twins, one of the twins is very similar name to to our to our Ash here. Uh, his name is Asher, and if, if the, the 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 twins are, they're like each other's best friend, their support system. All they want to do is hang out. They don't want to be separated never. But they're quite different. Like their personalities are quite different. And Asher, I would say, is a little bit more of the daring one. You know, if there's a temptation, he's more than likely gonna like lean into it. So he's been wanting to do YouTube stuff. And he and his brother both have Macs, but Crystal has it all locked down as far as like what they can do. Cause they're only 12. Um, and, you know, they have their one account to do all these different things. So Asher was able to figure out how to create his own separate YouTube account. <laughs> and, um, so and so, <laughs> and so I talked, uh, she was telling me, she's like, yep. And then I looked in his history and I made him watch all of the videos in his history that had questionable titles Uh-oh. with me. So you could imagine how oh. embarrassed he was. Mm. Now, you think that maybe there's like pictures of like skimpy bikinis and stuff. <laughs> it was not really that. What it was was actually like uh, commentary of people playing. Minecraft where the commentary was leaning a little bluer than maybe kids should be. Uh, So he was getting a kick out and cracking up about that. Now, these are also kids who, you know, if, if preferred, if they could choose, they would listen to the rap song with the bad words and not the one that we make them (laughs) listen to, which is the ones with the, you know, the edited words. (laughs) And so he's just very embarrassed. And uh, so this morning I see him and I go, you know, I heard, I got some texts last night about what happened. And he's kind of just looks at me and I go, you know, the only thing that I'm just gobsmacked about, how do you get in trouble on your birthday weekend? (laughs) (laughs) Like of all the days to get caught of doing this on your birthday weekend. And so what I told him, I was like, it's unfortunate for you because he has his dad and his mom. And then he has me as stepdad. And I said, look, your mom is so dialed in to you guys. She, she's very, she cares so much about the safety and the privacy piece of this whole thing. Your dad works for Google. <laughs> Google owns YouTube. <laughs> so he knows how all of this stuff works. Yeah, And me, I already raised two of you before. <laughs> I already know what move you're going to make before you're going to make it. I was like, you're just screwed. Like, you, you just might as well be honest with everything and ask. And then you may get yeah. a no, or yeah. you may get a maybe, but you'll get a yes. You know, if your behavior is solid, because when you try and sneak around, you're just not good enough at it to, to get away with it. You know? So that was uh that was our, our morning. So anyways, I went, I bought oh. them donuts and I uh, had some donuts and coffee for breakfast. Now, I am somebody who does intermittent fasting. Brad knows mm-hmm. what that is. Yeah. I usually don't eat until about noon or one. And then I kind of pack all of my meals in to about a six to eight hour time frame. And then I don't eat after that. Because I had the donuts this morning, I've already thrown off my day. Completely. <laughs> now, the one trick... Because I also try very hard to eat a uh, high fat, low carb diet. A key, some people will call it keto, and the whole key to that, I call it I call it keto, Cato, <laughs> yeah, Cato, uh, Caitlin, and and <laughs> so then, um, and, and so one of the tricks is is like if you kind of screw up and you eat sugar, if you just then eat some fat, it helps the way that your body reacts to the sugar a little bit. So instead of coffee, because I ate a donut and a half. Um, I have bone broth in my hmm. mug. So bone broth is both high in fat and high in protein and has no carbs. And so that, you know, I I'm working against two things. One genetics two, age. <laughs> I need to do every possible thing to try and stay healthy and to try and stay active and to try and stay, you know, in, in some sort of shape. So, that is why I have my bone broth. Bone you know, broth. That was a long story, but I wanted to tell Man. that story. I wanted to tell that story to kind of <laughs> that, make no, that's,
2: of that's fantastic. I mean, that, it sounded like as you're telling the story, I'm like, yeah, I live in that same house <laughs> where I, I'm in IT and I have everything locked down. Yeah. And then it's like, how the hell did you get around this? <laughs> and then I got to go back and research and figure out, oh. That's how. This way. Okay. Now I got to lock this down. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I have two daughters and they're 15 and the other one's about to be 13. So we're in the full teenage years and it's, Yeah, I feel older than forty-eight most of the time.
1: (laughs) I did think when you were saying about the videos he was watching, I thought they were going to be worse. I thought it was going to be like Clayton Kershaw, (laughs) Cy Young compilation, Cody Bellinger MVP video. That would be that would be way worse. He would be so grounded. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say
2: I don't even think he'd live
0: there anymore. He'd be out in the streets. (laughs) So grounded. I did let him one time when he was getting into football. He was like.
1: I want an Emmett Smith jersey. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, Emmett Smith? The Cardinals one, right? Not a, a Calvinist <laughs> one. You can the have a Cardinals, Cardinals one. <laughs> I was like, Emmett Smith retired before you were even born. Like, what is the deal with <laughs> yeah, Emmett That Smith? is random.
0: And he's like, no. He's like, I, I, I he's in Madden, and you yeah. can. You know he wow. he's like a super player or whatever you know for whatever the Madden thing. Oh, was. so he plays like the MUT, like the yeah, card. He collection. had like he okay, doesn't really right. play it anymore. But when he was getting yeah. into football, he was testing everything out. So yeah. he had one um, McCaffrey jersey because uh, the the boys were born in uh, in North Carolina, so that's where the oh, that's where they were yeah. born. So they kind of had he had a little bit of affinity for Carolina, and then bottom uh, bottom the the Emmett Smith Cowboys jersey. I was like, <laughs> you're lucky. If, you know I, that i got you this i could have forced like a 1994 ricky waters jersey yeah there, but I'm roger craig yeah <laughs> all right we're, we're beating around the bush here until we get to our final question <laughs> oh, which is favorite memory we'll let our guest go first favorite memory of the
1: 2021 season so far so many amazing <laughs> moments. Like it really has been like the most dream yeah. season. Um, I want to pull from like Posey and Crawford because they've been like my two favorite guys all year, but they've had so many amazing moments. i actually, my favorite moment is a Yaz moment because he's had a bit of a mixed year with the average. Like if you look at his average and his, his stat line, very general, it doesn't look like he's had the best year, but he still hit over 25 home runs. Like he's still been a a big contributor, but it was in like mid June. We were at home to the diamondbacks and like the giants got themselves in like a a deep hole. I think they were down like seven, nothing. And then they started a rally and they started to come back. And then Yaz hit that grand slam into the cove to like cap the comeback. And like the park was like, I was just, I looked at it. I was like, I want to be there. Like to, (laughs) to see that would have been amazing. Um, yeah. And any Cove home run is always going to make like my high up my list, like the Wade one, when his mum's on, on the, on the wall as it goes over her head into the water that was, I mean, that would be my other moment, but yeah, I just thought for the, for the, the troubles that Yaz has had this year in comparison to last season and his rookie rookie year, I kind of, I was like, that's a real bright spot for me when he hit that grand slam against the D backs and you know, during that June time, we were still like the best team in the league and people were still questioning, like, are the Giants for real? Are they really going to keep going? And they just kept going, kept going. And yeah, so yeah, Yaz's grand slam against the Diamondbacks in about, I think it was about mid-June. That's probably my favorite yeah. memory of the season. But there's been so many, so many.
2: All right, Brad, what about you? That, that's a great one. That's actually the one that I chose, but you're our guest, so I'm going to let you keep it so that you can Did keep I actually... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't think we'd match up because there's been so was, many
2: good moments. I, I know. I was thinking about that because I was sitting on the couch. I had just finished doing dishes. Back was a little achy, and I, I sat on the couch, and all of a sudden we lowered the bases, and I thought, this is getting kind of fun here. And then he hit the grand slam, and all of a sudden my back didn't hurt anymore. <laughs> Jumping all over the place, running around, having a good time, and, uh, oh, I got a package delivered. I, I love doing this stuff. A lot. <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Um But I have to go with, and it was recent, but the last time the Dodgers were in town, that three game series, that Friday night game, the Trey Turner error in extra innings where Buster Posey beat out uh, the the error. He scored, uh, and I can't remember who scored, but Buster Posey went flying across with the safe call. I mean, that was just like, okay,
0: this is real. You want to know who scored? Who was it? It was the captain.
2: It was the captain.
1: Nice. (laughs) Yes.
2: Brandon Belt scored. And, and, and then again, another jump off the couch. I'm going crazy. The kids are brushing their teeth going at it again. Uh, I don't know what Denise was doing, walking back and forth doing her thing. And I'm, I'm jumping up and down, going crazy. Um, And then just, you know, and then at that point you just pour a bourbon, you sit back and you watch the whole post game and the interview with Crawford because Crawford had a fantastic game too. I think he hit, uh, I think he tied up the game from what I remember with a double, um, I don't know. I'm old. My memory isn't. That, you know, 160 games this season. He's got uh, a lot of doubles. Yeah, he's got, <laughs> he's got a lot of doubles. He's got like almost 30. So, uh, but I think that's my favorite memory. Um, and then and then I think my next one would be the Sunday game against Walker Bueller two days later, where they beat the snot out of him on Sunday night baseball. Uh, it was just fantastic. That was just a great series all around.
0: Yeah. So. All right, so you both had, um, well, Brad picked the one that I was going to pick. And what's so funny about <laughs> that game, I was not e- I was out of town and I was doing a podcast yeah. in Chicago. And uh, the guy I was doing the podcast with just had the game going on his phone <laughs> nice. while we're doing the podcast. We're kind of trying to, I-, I was trying not to pay attention too much to the game. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it, it was, it was, that was a f- crazy thing, especially because Buster of all people is, is the one who, uh, you know, <laughs> who, who, who who beat out the thing at first. No, not the fastest guy in the world. Is that what no, you're saying? No, not at all. <laughs> he okay. would tell you otherwise. I have another Dodgers <laughs> one, though. The, so my second one was going to be the one that Ash said with, with the, the Lamont Wade home run with mm. his mom right there. Yeah, yeah. so good. Okay, so. This one will be from, what's the date of this game here? This game was, how come I can't find the date? Um, it was in July, so it would have been July 21st. So Giants in LA. Um, Dodgers are winning 2-1 to one in the ninth inning. Kenley Jansen comes in. Buster Posey singles to start the inning. Next batter, Wilmer Flores takes him deep uh, and they score. So the Giants are now up three to two and then they tack on one more run against Jansen to win that game. So the reason why this game is memorable, Brad and I explained this on a podcast because what happened is that this was the same night. That I went to see the San Jose Giants play, so we're listening to the to the ninth inning on the way home, and John Miller, as he usually does, is killing me. His <laughs> voice goes up, and then nothing happens, and it's just like uh, he just got too excited, and 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 then so I get home. Right when I get home, is the Flores home run, so that was a great moment because they they beat Jansen. Uh, they they score three in the ninth to beat the Dodgers at home. I just remember the Dodgers as the Dodgers Park because you know when you listen on the radio, the they they really amp up the the audio the the crowd noise because you know you that's such great background noise underneath the broadcasters. I just remember the crowd going so crazy, and then so quiet.
1: It was awesome. It was awesome. Silenced.
0: Yeah. That was the series. That whole series.
2: I was in Hawaii, and then we uh, flew back from Hawaii <clears throat> the night of the game with the check swing controversy and uh, that whole uh, that whole mess. From the Dodgers' perspective, it was a yes. mess. From yeah. our perspective, it was awesome. Um, yeah, that was a great series. That was the the last time I think they were in L. A. Was in it? They took July. they took three out of four.
0: Yeah, crazy series. All right. Ash, let's talk about uh, the couple of podcasts that you're on. Let's talk about where you're writing. Where can people find you? Where can people listen to you?
1: Yeah, you can. Uh, probably the easiest place to start off is on my Twitter account. Uh, it's ashday29. Um, you can find all my links to anything I do. Um, all, all my baseball stuff is all on there. Um, I'm still doing my podcast with my buddy Matt, Flyball to the Moon. Um, which is really fun. We're going to do some off-season um, off stuff, post-season stuff, shall I say, um, which will be fun. We're looking forward to that. Hopefully, uh, our Giants are, are still there when we come to doing our next recording. <laughs> uh, Matt's a Brewers fan, so he's also hoping his team are there. It's going to be really awkward if the Giants play the Brewers. I mean, I'm, I kind of, I want to see that. <laughs> that will be fun. Yeah. Between the two of us, that's going to be quite fun. So we're looking forward to that. Um, and still part of the Splash Hits podcast team. Um, the British Giants fans. Uh, We haven't done anything for a little while because trying to get everyone together is always a logistical nightmare, as it often is when you juggle so many people. But we are looking to keep doing some stuff. And uh, yeah, I'm still writing about the Giants at at batflipsandnerds.com. I want to very soon publish my regular season review. Uh, Work has been very busy, so I haven't had as much time to write it. But it's it's the the bones are there. I just need to pad it with the meat. And I was kind of waiting to see what happens tonight. Fingers crossed to to launch that. Um, hopefully, it's a, a good start to the to the piece because I just want this division wrapped up already. <laughs> um, but yes, of course. And if anybody wants to get in touch with me um, or see what I'm all about, yeah, hit up my Twitter at Ashday29. All
0: right, Brad. We're gonna keep. Yep. We're gonna keep this podcast warm for you as you okay. go on vacation. Appreciate it. Want you to have a fantastic time with you and the fam. I know you guys are gonna be uh, you're you're gonna be clued in to, to the giant stuff because I'm know, oh, yeah. know I'm gonna get texts. <laughs> and uh, uh, but yeah, you know we'll we'll be ready for you when you come back, and hopefully. I- You'll bring back some great news.
2: I do have some Giants-themed Disneyland gear, so I'll send some pictures. I'll get those out on Twitter Twitter and Instagram. I do have a question for Ash, though, before we go. So when the Giants are in the World Series in uh, three or four weeks from now, Yes, of course. Um, will you be... No, those are 5 p.m. games on the Pacific uh, West Coast for us. <laughs> will you be watching those games Live and what so, time? That's going to be really late for you.
1: I'm not trying to tempt fate, but I've okay. already put together like a postseason plan. I love it. So my, I, if unless the Giants make it to like Game Seven, I just not sure. Or I uh, maybe let's say they make it to the World Series because it's going to happen. On, yep. on obviously, exactly. Yep. I'd love to stay up for Game One, like because this first game of the World Series is like super special. Oh yeah. And if they make it to a Game Seven i would stay up for the game seven. I did for 2014 and saw Bumgarner's heroics. I actually fell asleep very briefly between the sixth and seventh innings. Yeah. But thank goodness I woke up in time for like the eighth <laughs> inning and I caught the end and everything. So I, I always count myself lucky that whatever internal body clock I have, it got me there for the, the nice. Bumgarner's heroics. I was there. <laughs> so I was good. But um, yeah, I've kind of got my postseason plan ready Whatever time or whatever game the Giants play, the phone is going on airplay mode. I'm turning off all notifications. I probably like I might even delete my apps so I I can't look at Twitter. I can't look at Instagram. I can't look at MLB. I will wait until I have time to sit properly and watch the game fully through. Like like it's live, basically. Yeah. I, I don't wanna know. And and I think that's the best way to do it. It's just to be a total technology hermit and don't see anything. Um, and you just know when I load up MLB TV and I go to a game, they'll have the score there or a picture or something to spoil it for me. Yep. There is a setting you can turn that off, but I bet some update will ruin it and I'll just see, (laughs) see it there, but I'm going to try my best.
2: I do that all the time because uh, sometimes Chelsea will play at 4.30 a.m. our time. I'll wake up and I grab the phone and I start flipping through. And I go, oh, it's Saturday morning. I forgot.
0: <laughs> all right. Thanks, Ash. Uh, we'll, we'll have to sort of figure out how to do something in the off season to bring you back at least yeah. one time for the start of the next season. But, Brad, have a great vacation. We will hold the fort down for you and hopefully – Giants will take care of business this weekend and everything will be grand. (laughs) So for our guest, Ash Day and Brad, I am Double G. We'll see you when we see you. Peace out. Peace.